Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're with J.B. Royer of Royer's Round Top Cafe in Round Top, Texas. I met up with J.B. just as Texas Antiques Week was starting, and we did this interview as they were getting the restaurant ready for the evening dinner guests. So I hope you feel like you're sitting right there in the cafe with us. We're talking about the great family history behind the cafe, the importance of relationships, how they've made it possible to ship their pies nationwide, plus Texas Antiques Week and more. This is a great family serving up great food and great hospitality, and I can't wait for you to hear their story. So here we go with J.B. Royer. All right, we're here in Round Top, Texas with J.B. Royer of Royer's Round Top Cafe. J.B., thanks so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. You brought in the pretty weather. Uh, yes, it's the perfect day to be in Round Top. Absolutely Seriously. agree. Well, tell us about you and life here in Round Top. Did you grow up here? I did. I moved here when I was six. So okay. my dad um, had been in the restaurant industry all his life. And so uh, we were in Houston. And what ended up happening was he uh, was out of a job when the oil industry declined, especially Houston being a big oil industry. So mom taught piano and there was a couple new that had it and they were trying to get rid of it. He was an airline pilot. And so in May of 87, we moved up here and um, just kind of took it on. And at that point in time, there was only us in town. And uh, he always said it was a matter of survival. We literally uh, didn't have a whole lot. Um, we lived off mom's piano teaching money. And so uh, Growing up, obviously, we didn't have a lot, but it, to him, it wasn't a love of labor of love. It was, a, at that point in time, a matter of survival, and that's what. And it was an opportunity to move um, and take over a great. Well, you could see the force, foreseeing of what could happen. You know, being able to take it over and create the brand that he wanted to. Yeah. Dad just eventually grew it. He was really great at creating a brand, and that's what he did. And so he knew he wanted to go regional, and then started shipping the pies country countrywide and then um so he knew that he had a great marketing niche for that and so uh as we i grew up in it came home every weekend from school uh from ut austin and so i would drive in on friday and get to work and head back early monday morning and so that's what i did my wife and i worked the same schedules and she i'd work here wednesday through sunday and her shift at the hospitals wednesday through sunday and i'd go back to austin and so um we were Provided with an opportunity to move here, I mean, not move here, excuse me, um, to buy the restaurant from the family after uh, just having our second child and knowing how crazy it was, and that's what we did. And, and so we've had it now for five years, and just crazy. We love it. I love that, too. And you now ship your pies nationwide, so that tells right. you how strong of a brand that he built. Yes. Um, is that something that he started with your dad, too? He did. Um, December and November were always kind of quiet, and... Uh, just in general, you know, and so what he did was come up with shipping pies, and we've we've got it down to where it's more a simple process now, and we work with a couple of online companies that uh, work ship them out for. I mean, that help us uh, create bring more brands and more uh, business, shall I say? And so we're working on now shipping different things like steak boxes, and we do a great pimento cheese. So we're working on how to ship our pimento cheese. So I mean, it's just. No rest for the weary, but, you know, <laughs> I, I don't like to stay quiet. I want to keep busy and keep going. Yeah. So. so now all of this has been passed down to the next generation. What does it mean to you to carry on the family business? Uh, probably honor and legacy, you know, and um, I feel like <clears throat> I, uh, 
I'm proud of what my wife and I've done because it's there's nine more restaurants in town. There's a lot more going on. There's more. It's not just even a matter of yes, you're competing against everyone else, but now you're you've seen these chefs do pop up deals, all these different things. And so, what are you going to do, right, to keep adding value? So we started doing cooking classes and wine dinners, and and uh, we go to people's homes and do cooking classes there. We're going to Nashville to do some, and so we actually drove to Alabama to do a big wedding. And so now you just sit there and go, "What?" I mean, our catering is crazy. So, but what else can you do to keep driving? I mean, that was why the pies shipped great, but I'm like, we've got a killer steak, so I'm getting you everything that you need to make it at home, and be able to ship that and do that to bring that Royer's experience into your front door, right? And you do that. People talk about that, yeah. and so it's what can we do now? to continue evolving and continue making it better. We're really small here, so we can only do so much here, right? And so these are just avenues and different ideas that we're trying to think of. Yeah, and that was one of my questions for you too, is just, this is a town of 90 people. Right. So to keep a restaurant going, you have a limited base of client, of customers. Sure, and sure. And so it's smart to diversify. You have to, right, you yeah. have to. So as long as you know, you, you let me, you make sure you don't forget about home base, right? And you always dance with the one that brought you. And so as long as you're maintaining this and, and maintaining the relationships, then everything will take care of itself. Yeah. So the online part of your business, how long has that been going on? We've had it for a while. And then when my wife got a phone call, and there's a company called Gold Belly, and they're really smart. They, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you're, you'll hear of them soon, but what they do is... Um, they are working with restaurants nationwide and everything, they take care of all the backlogging, but none of the food actually steps into their office or their building for them. So everything's done. And so what they did, they reached out to us and said, if we'd like to partner with them. And so what that did was just really helped elevate. And so if you were to pop up food on there, you would see us on there, right? And so um, between that and then uh, we recreated our website to uh, do some different things. And so it's just, elevated that experience so november and december you will ship you know 7500 pies wow. um and then the, the corporate orders are definitely huge so you know that's the avenue where everyone's going and so mm -hmm. everyone's getting creative with it too so it's gotta you gotta keep evolving well keep evolving so yeah. who knows who knows what could hold in the future what? yeah for sure you all had to get really creative during covid yes ma'am talk about what that looked like for you the um COVID, we get come back uh, from the beach, and we were eating in Houston, and they just shut down the Houston rodeo while we're eating lunch. And so oh, it was okay. spring break, and I'm going, wow, you know, so what's going on here? And Big Antique Week's coming up, and we know that they're probably going to call it off, right? And so that Friday, I'm cooking in the back with my wife, and they end up calling it off. And I remember just, I get emotional thinking, like, like how are we going to evolve, right? How are we going to do? So you're losing, you'd sink a lot in the getting in show, and you're sinking a lot to get in that show, and then you find out you're gonna lose it, right? So immediately we started doing casseroles. And immediately we started um, seeing if we could do church drive-throughs and giving them a portion back. Mm -hmm. And then we were going to Houston to do those, and we were finding, I mean, we would have. It was up till 2, 3 in the morning making enough casseroles while the kitchen was still going because a lot of the people from Houston and Austin came and moved out here full time. They had no clue what they were doing to their, their homes that they have as their homes here. So, the, you know, we had a bunch of to-go orders going on. And then um, 
we do a great Sunday fried chicken, and what we did on that was <clears throat> I remember quadrupling down on our order on chicken and taking a gander, and we did a drive through out here, and we had a line of cars that was like an hour long for them to get their chicken, and that's all we served. And all my friends came up and helped. And uh, and I'll never forget, we had fryers just lined. We were blessed with good, great weather. We had flyer, fryers lined out under tents, and we were just going and going. And uh, it was crazy. We couldn't bring in enough chicken, I can tell you that. We wow. were going through about three, 350 orders every week. And, uh, and then that was just from 11 to 3. Uh, and it was just crazy. And you were beaten. You, you took Monday off and saw you picked up your kids from Grandma and then back up here Tuesday doing casseroles. And what church can we work with now? And when, the one thing we started doing was we would do uh, like package like a steak box. And what I would do is then I would do it live and you've got to cook it with me online, right? And I was giving them a bottle of wine. It called, you know, so I was just trying to do anything. We were doing scampy meal kit. We were just doing different kits. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if I ever want to work that hard, but <laughs> I told my wife, I mean, the, the one thing is sometimes you have to learn how to evolve. You almost have to have that foot put on your throat because what are you going to do? And, uh, you know, you're definitely not going to let it sink. And I, that for certain wasn't going to happen. So you just, we got real creative with it and it was awesome. And so, what a testament to your community that yes, just showed up. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. I'll never forget people just... It, the generosity of people is astounding, just astounding. So wow. truly grateful. Yeah. Really am. So yeah. in your lifetime, when you were a kid, Texas Antiques Week was not a thing, right? Have it was. It's it always was. been okay. one, but it's not to the level it is now. Like, okay. Let me tell you, like it was when I was, it was three days, and you had the square rifle hole, and probably one other spot. I mean, but it was nothing to the level you see now. Yeah. Nothing. What has that done for this town, seeing that explode? Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's a blessing, that's for certain. It's a lot of work, but, I mean, I, it's definitely, re I mean, not, I don't think Round Top needs to be revitalized, but it definitely put Round Top on the map. In fact, I saw one of uh, the major news stations they had uh, where Round Top was another number three spring destination of 2021. So it's pretty impressive. Wow. Right. That is impressive. So. Um, what do you love about living here? Oh, it's it's good. We live in Brenham, a little community up the road. Mm -hmm. um, I love Brenham. Uh, we homeschool now, but that's where our relations are at, are at. A lot, of, most of them are, and they really support us well, and they love us well, and Round Top does as well. So, it's it's nice. Uh, it's comforting. It's peaceful. It. Uh, I like that it's hopping. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Growing up, it was quiet. There wasn't a lot to do, but now. There's always something, and that's really neat. But yes, there's just it's a it's a great vibe, and that's what the it's really fun to be able to walk out on a Friday night in the front porch, and you know the town's going, and it's a lot of fun. It's all about the relationships, mm -hmm. and um, and that's the joy of it all. Yeah. So getting to see those people is, is a great thing. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. And I can tell you just have a heart for serving hey, people in your community. You. Well, it's uh, it was always a gift that I was given, and so. Uh, I work on that so it's not cooking like my other my my, my better half but uh <laughs> but i love to be around people yeah so i always said i wanted to get paid to talk i guess i get paid to build a relationship there so you go that's yeah what it's, there, there are the values there yeah that's it absolutely how are your kids involved not very much uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they uh they come up here and there but 
I remember being six washing dishes when we took over, and I was like, I never want to make my kids have to do that. So, uh, but needless to say, they will. They had a hope about once a week, make them come up, and um, they're 11 and 8, so they're not quite where I want them to be up here. In a couple years, they'll be up here, but my little one, my older one's up here, so she said, Dad, I want to go with you tonight, and I can see you for the next couple of weeks. I said, well, come on, come bus tables, and she'll do it. She'll hustle. So she's like me. She knows how to go get her. Yeah. Go get it done. The value of hard work. Amen. Yeah. On the business side of things, what have been some of the keys to sustaining this business over the years? Um, I guess it would, like, you really do have to uh, put the right people in the right place, okay? And we've done a pretty good job of that, and that's allowed us to go, like I said, to Alabama and do a catering. And that allows you to build your business, right? But, again, I would always go back up to the time time again, the relationship aspect is where it's at. And so it was just the other night we had gotten off work, and one of our biggest friends and supporters that always eat here that said, hey, come to the farm. Thinking, man, it's first week of antique week, and I just want to go home but we're with the kids. And, and I told Jamie, I was like, I feel like we need to go. I mean, and so you, you put that value into those relationships, mm-hmm. um, along with my family not taken away from that time. And what you see is relationships take work. And if you really nurture those relationships and the customers that walk through that door, they will time and time again always be there. So the next time you put on a cooking class, they'll do it. You know, they'll pay that. And those are the cool things is that I don't, cooking classes have 50 people in them and they'll sell out before I even put out the next one because I mention it here and wow. everyone's like, I want in, I want in, I want in. And so uh, we're doing one during the antique show and we've got 100 people strong at it, an outdoor field the table series. And so these people just, they, they love, they, they want to support you and they want to see you succeed. And um, that, that's that's the the fun part is to see who really is in your corner, who yeah. is your tribe, and that's a blessing. Yeah. It really is. What, um, what advice would you have for other small business owners out there? Build those relationships. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. yeah. So um, that and, you know, I'd make sure you get the right people in the right place. Yep. It all, so. it all kind of circles back to relationships. It, it's so true. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. What's next for you? I don't know. I don't know. After we had put on a Kevin Fowler concert the other day, and uh, I don't know where everyone's from that's listening, but for Texas country, he's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did it outdoors. I mean, we had to bring in a stage from Louisiana, and we had to we had twenty five hundred people created VIP experience, and, and you know, you'd, I mean, it's all we could fit there. Right? It was twenty five hundred yeah. people VIP experience, and just courted him around and, and took good care of him. And he, he came back after the concert and he said, I've never been treated like y'all treated me. He said, that's the best hospitality. He said, you should you know, think about it. Now, my wife thinks I'm crazy because I always try to do things. We tried to do a restaurant two years ago. And my heart wasn't in it and it failed. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a blessing in the skies because you live and learn. But I'm always want to do something bigger and better. But uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to maybe do another restaurant. Um, and make sure my heart's in it. But I, I don't know what's going on. I, I want to go do some more of these uh, productions. I have a lot of fun doing that. And so the hard work pays off at the end of the night. Who knows? Maybe slow down a little bit too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to do something, though. I can tell you that. We will you keep can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, think I want to go to the next step. I don't, I don't know what that looks like, but we'll figure that one out. And I'm pretty excited about it. Awesome. 
So this is a side question, but the Royers mm -hmm. down in Warrington? They have been doing the food for that. They're okay. using our name. Oh, they use your name. Okay, I wondered how that worked. So, so they, um, years ago we did the food during the antique show when it was a little bit bigger, nothing. But they're dear friends, and they use their name. We gave them a lot of the recipes, and they paid us a small portion. And so during last, the fall show, just because I was like, what can we do to get a bump? Uh -huh. And I was like, let's take over the food down there again and re change some things. And took over all the liquor, the beer and wine. And went out really well. Did all the music. So this show, I was like, let's kick it off because they never open this weekend. They don't open until Friday. And I was like, let's go get a big name concert. I mean, you know, well known around here. Right. And so we did it. And, you know, I think I'm drained off that one because I was forgot so many things today and I was like man I put all my effort into that and I'm like <laughs> yeah. struggling this week now and I'm just like crap please don't drop the ball but uh we'll be getting like Thursday night we're having a guy named Chad Prather uh play and he's gonna announce bid for governor um not down there but uh for Texas governor kind of an up-and-coming guy but uh you know it's just different uh what can you do to make it better so they uh you know, you're growing or you're dying. So I'm yeah. going to be on the right side of that one. Absolutely. What is your favorite memory here? Oh, favorite. One that sticks out recently was uh, <clears throat> Markless Luttrell. How do you know? Are you familiar with yep. that? Okay. So we have done a dinner cooking class with him. Okay. And we charged... A good bit for the ticket, right? And we took all the proceeds, or half the, you know, proceeds back to their organization. And so he came in and was able to tell about his time at the governor, Perry, here. Um, and so he was able to tell about his services. We were just doing cooking right along, you know. And I realized real quick, nobody paid attention to what they were cooking, what they were eating. They are listening to this guy. And just being able to pull that one off was really, really special just because he's a hero of mine. In fact, we had their, uh, he's, they were doing a ranch up the road for rehab for a lot of these gentlemen, and we just did a meal with them and a cooking class for them as well. And it was just an honor to have those guys. Yeah. Um, I love giving back to our veterans. Yeah. And so that's, to me, one of the greatest honors that I can think of. And that's probably one of the biggest, I guess, probably as I remember as a kid, was our family was always up here, and we'd, dad, mom, and everyone's here, so... You know, that's always fun, and when they all come back down and help once in a while, it's, it really is a special, special environment. Absolutely. How do we follow along with what you have going on here? Oh, I'm pretty bad about putting stuff on social media <laughs> or on Facebook or so. I was like, follow me, don't follow the cafe deal, because our social media person's like, you put it out there, and then you don't tell me. I'm like, sorry, because I just come up with on a whim stuff. Right? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, but, you know, follow me, but then follow Cafe. I usually bet I don't put on the website just because they sell out like that. And yeah, I just, I'm horrible at keeping up with those things. So I've got to get a little bit better. But definitely the pies will be on there, uh, you know, and those different things. But I always tell people just follow us on social media, and that's usually your best bet so we can get you going. Perfect. And that's always fun. But I tell people if you want us to come, we'll come up and do a cooking class. So uh, we'll transfer, we'll go anywhere. So we. We'd like to make a trip out of it and get out of here and do our own things as well. Okay. Well, it's out there in the world, so contact JB if you're interested in that. Um, 
everyone who has heard that we're coming to Round Top, that they all have said you have to eat at Royer's Round Top Cafe. So we are doing that tonight. Yes, you are. We're yeah. so excited. Um, I love what you've built here, and I'm just really excited to see what you have coming into the future. So. Thank you so much for taking time to come out here. It's yeah. an honor. I really oh. do appreciate it. Oh, me too. Thanks. Bless you. Well, I love how the Royers are always innovating and trying new things, and I also love their heart for serving people. It really does shine through. And can I just say, their food is absolutely amazing. So amazing that I hired them to come cook for a ranch dinner we did out at the Coiti Ranch in Pahuska, Oklahoma, and we had such a great time. And since we did this interview, the Royers have come out with a new cookbook. It's called Cooking with JB and Jamie, Royers Round Top Cafe Cookbook, and I cannot recommend it enough. So be sure to go grab yourself a copy, give them a follow, and all those links you need are in the show notes. If you're thinking about hosting your own farmer ranch dinner, our farm dinner event kit has everything you need. This kit covers every part of your planning from organizing volunteers to ticket sales to creating an unforgettable experience for everyone involved. And of course, the tips and tricks we've learned along the way. We've designed this kit to help save you time, streamline the details and make things as easy as possible for you. And let me just say, if you're planning on doing this and you're looking to hire a chef, JB and Jamie might just be the perfect hookup for you. So go to ruralrevival.co slash farm dinner for all the details. It just so happens to be on sale for the rest of the month of August. Huge thanks to JB for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.